Welcome to the Create with Katrina Julia show, my Fit Life Creation, where we talk all the themes on wellness, faith, marketing, business, and travel to create a life and business you love. I've been there, friend. I've walked from fear to faith, self-hate to love, corporate to calling, and bondage to freedom along with transformation in every area of my life. I'm right here with you, walking along on my own path to creating. So tune in so that you learn how to create a life and business you love, hands-on. Let's create it. Welcome to part two, years of full-time travel, where I went, what I learned, and returning to Atlanta, Georgia. So, hashtag first world problems. I realized about two minutes, oh, I realized about two minutes past that uh, Anchor stops at 30 minutes. So, because a lot of times my podcasts are shorter. So I returned to the USA, spent Thanksgiving with one of my best friends, Angela, of 20 plus years in Houston and her girls, and then went to Atlanta for about five weeks, spending Christmas, New Year's in the city, and I enjoyed time with my friends, Mirella and Silvana and their families, and then stayed at an Airbnb. And then I definitely wanted to stay, but then timing, projects, and rent prices, and apartments or condos didn't line up. So I felt like 2021 flew by in the blink of an eye, especially compared to 2020. And I'm curious to see how your years were different for you. So I left Atlanta the beginning of 2021, continuing on back to Atlanta before headed to heading to Columbia. And then while I did have the project you know, originally with the one owner and two brands, the industry shifting focus and the cold weather in Bogota didn't line up, you know, and the decisions to say no. And with the extra time in Colombia, I spent about overall two weeks in Bogota, then about two weeks in Medellin, and then a week in Cartagena, Colombia. And I loved Cartagena, you guys, the walkability, how I felt in the city, the vibrancy, the colors, the culture, Rosario Islands close by, going to the beach and free diving again. And Valentine's Day found me traveling to Panama for a press trip with a luxury resort uh, near Bocas del Toro, Misty Moonlight Villa. And I ended up staying at Loma Partida, that island, for about three weeks and spent a week in Bocas and then a couple of days in Carnero Island. And that experience in, you know, the press trip and the, the island and the resort is beautiful. And so many, you know, feelings with nature and the owners and the animals and, you know, doing the business plan, the marketing plan and executing on several things with them great, amazing conversations about our creator, but at the same time, personal things that they were walking through within their own marriage and depression and anxiety, I had the opportunity after a couple of things had, you know, escalated into the third week to say no and to walk away a week early and to say, you know, I'm not available for this type of experience. 
you know, like, hey, this is your life. This is your reality. This is a reality you're creating, but I will not, like, it's already crossed now a boundary for me that I won't allow myself to be subject to this type of environment of tension. And I choose me and I choose my peace and I choose my joy and I choose, you know, my purpose. And I don't choose disruption, depression, you know, uh, tension and chaos. And so that was a really, really empowering decision for me. And not even just that, you guys, but I was able to articulate it both internally and externally with them in a way that expressed exponential gratitude, contentment, ease, and grace, and not judging and, you know, not being angry, just basically like the same way I'm saying, no, like now, right? Like I'm not available for this and I'm grateful for this, this, and this, and I wish you all the best with this, this, and this, but I cannot and will not stay in this environment, you know, with, with all this, because it also, for me, and I know, you know, all of us have triggers and experiences and different things it started to trigger me and bring up things from say childhood or you know my past or things that i had witnessed you know growing up that i was like no like i am not gonna allow myself to be or even attract or invite this kind of situation in right and so um and then again i was able to calmly state it and to the point even you know i still gave them a four-star review on the project and on the platform, they gave me a five-star review and it's still like shifted amicably, right? And to, the, to where the energy was clear. And what's interesting is a couple people, like, you know, and I was very honest and transparent, but still professional on my review of them. And what was interesting is like two or three people on that platform had reached out to me to ask me about this, this, that, or the other, right? And I, you know, replied confidently and clearly like, hey, you see my review it's very clear but in a nice way and it says everything you need to know and the fact that you're reaching out because you're doubting going already gives you the answer because if you're crystal clear about a situation and opportunity at that point you're not going to ask someone else for their external opinion especially when you're already reading the review right so that was how i answered both of those like hey you see my review you see that I left early. You see that I didn't give them, you know, five star. Old me would give them probably one star and it would have ended very differently. But the fact that you're even asking already gives you your answer. You know what I mean? So after Panama, my original plan involved continuing through South America to Ecuador, Peru, Chile, Brazil, potentially Argentina, Antarctica. But with my own desires of seeing my family, especially not seeing them for two and a half years, plus hearing how one of the owners in Panama, her father had passed away, really shifted me, you know, even more. And of course, it had been on my mind that every moment is precious and priceless. And, you know, my parents had originally thought about coming to Costa Rica or Guatemala or Honduras, but that didn't happen. So we made a plan to travel to Portugal and we spent an incredible week together. I was there a week before and then two weeks after. And then from Panama, I went to New Orleans for the Wanderfest conference and then went to Portugal 
and we made incredible memories. And then during that time together, or during that time in Portugal, I ended up discovering an incredible deal on an apartment at Sky House Buckhead for a May 10th move-in. And, you know, at first it was easy. The application was easy. The deposit was easy. You know, connecting on all those things was easy. But then it came up with, you know, a new system that many apartments nationally and in Atlanta are using called a proof shield that I had to walk through several different steps to get the final approvals. And then also the deposit that was required was a lot more than had been in previous years, you know, especially as a self-employed individual and just the process was different. And at first I started to get frustrated, impatient, and you could say in a way fearful that, oh, it's not gonna happen, right? And I caught myself like Katrina, it's different, it's unknown, you get to get back to Atlanta. This will work out. It's happening for your good, but calm down. So it's so key, you know, in situations, especially when we're shifting again to the unknown or something new to, to realize what's happening. And in a sense, speak to our younger selves, right? Or soothe ourselves. So after Portugal, I went to Bulgaria and spent some time with my parents. And this time it lined up to where my brother and his family, my sister-in-law, my niece and nephew, we all came together for several, several days. And then I decided to travel to Turkey, one, to see it in Istanbul, because I had previously only been to the airport. And then two, because it was easier to travel to the U.S. from Turkey than from Bulgaria and faster. And my parents decided to join me for the days I was there which surprised me and filled my heart with joy. And we spent jam-packed adventure days. You guys, if you ever meet my mom, she is like the energizer bunny, especially when it comes to travel. And Turkey ended my full-time travels. This time I headed to, uh, I headed to a stop to Houston again for getting a new debit card. There's a story of my debit card being taken at an ATM in Turkey that I'm going to share on the top 10. Basically, you guys, I can't read Turkish. And I went to an ATM that showed all the cards, but it was really only for people of that bank. Uh, apparently pressed quick cash, but the cash didn't come out because the ATM wasn't connected to my bank, but it did come out electronically. So I had to file a fraud case. Uh, anyway, so apparently, you know, obviously the ATM and the card was disabled. And I went to Houston for a second opinion on dental work with my favorite dentist, Dr. Sherry Layton, who has seen me uh, a lot when I was a kid, but then even as recently as seven, eight years ago, she's seen me since I was five. And she's an amazing, amazing dentist, if you're ever looking for one in Houston or in general. And then I woke up 20, uh, May 10th of 2022 in Houston and flew to Atlanta, Georgia to begin again with my home base in Buckhead at Sky House. So, what I learned traveling full-time 2020 through 2022. So I remember, you guys, if you've tuned into the show or the blog for a while, casting a vision in 2013 to travel full-time for at least a year. I didn't imagine, of course, first of all, a global pandemic, and definitely didn't imagine I would travel full-time during a global pandemic. But as a result, it increased my faith in every way, in real time. I could see the power of alignment of my faith, thinking and actions, especially when I got my passport renewal one to two days before leaving on December 29th of 2020, that, you know, I 
had a moment or two or a slight doubt, but then I was like, nope, I'm going to get my passport in time. It's going to happen. Great. You know, I'm not going to have to shift the flight. I'm not going to have to shift the Airbnbs, et cetera. And the end of 2021, I shared a year of travel in 2021 and seven things I learned, which definitely tuned back into that episode and that blog. If you want to get deeper into increasing leaps of faith, learning to travel light, embracing flexibility, traveling for less, choosing experiences over things, desiring a home base in Atlanta sooner and craving love and community in real life. And as I reflected for this blog and show on additional lessons learned, if there were any, four specifically came up for me to share. So when we are open to evolving into who we're created to be, the revelations and lessons come in an unexpected ways. And travel has absolutely exponentially helped me evolve. As I find myself in Atlanta, Georgia as my home base again, it has both brought up immense gratitude and incredible opportunities for growth the last seven plus weeks. And I somewhat expected them, but not to the levels that I thought they were going to come. So I imagined having a home base again versus traveling full time would challenge me, of course. And I am, and we are always works in progress, process, progress, both. I believe the human experience of becoming who God created me to be does not end, you know, at all. I believe there's always new levels of growth, especially depending on your desires, how you want to be used, how you want to impact all of those things. So the first additional lesson is uh, walking in worthiness. While traveling full time, the novelty the experiences and wonder kept me in the present and future focus often. So many areas of my life have transformed to wholeness and abundance. At the same time, both traveling full-time and returning to Atlanta heightened the attention towards love, community, and freedom in finances. This awareness helped me point to wounds impacting worthiness. And Even more over the last seven weeks, I've been focusing on I am worthy because I am, and so are you. At the same time, we mistakenly judge ourselves with lies, see James 4, 7 in scripture, and unhealed minds, see Romans 12, 2 as unworthy. When we begin to believe, think, and act out being worthy, see John 10, 10, everything starts to change. While so many areas of my life have transformed and I constantly reflect on them and prayers answered and realities changed, coming back to Atlanta as my home base, I knew it was what my soul needed. And the last seven weeks have shown me that with bringing up healing from the past, being in the present and a focus on the future in these key areas. What I've come to learn is the areas of our biggest pain may lead to our purpose if and when we allow it. It definitely is not easy. What comes up for you when you think of an area of your life, whether it's spiritual, health, money, love, community, playfulness, time, emotions, and our mental? 
what area may you have decided or believed that you are not worthy and or things are as they are and or they cannot change? How may you transform your life to start walking in worthiness? Number two, examining evidence of progress. This is a big one that really started to happen to, for me in 2020, but has come up again in different ways. Examining evidence of progress involves both recognizing the internal states of change and external evidence in the area we may be focusing on. So an example may be our physical state. As my transformation from the inside out happened, losing over 55 pounds from 2013 through 2014, I focused on the feelings I wanted to feel, the daily disciplines of workouts and meals, and then the weekly results slash evidence of change. All three of these serve to shift my feelings, the literal neural pathways in my mind, and the external result, rinse and repeat. Now, 2022, and years before, staying healthy is my new normal. For over eight years, I haven't had cravings for food or habits that don't align. As an example, I haven't drank alcohol since 2015, and I have no desire to. In fact, it's repelling to me. Like when I was on a recent event that Sky House held with popsicles at the pool a couple of Saturdays ago, I went upstairs to just hang out at the pool and grabbed, you know, one of the popsicles. I've never in my life seen a popsicle, you know, thing that has alcohol in it. I didn't even know that was a thing because apparently, you know, eight years ago it wasn't. And so I haven't drank, so I haven't even been exposed to those things. Well, I grabbed a popsicle, didn't even glance at, you know, I just glanced at the flavor and it said mango. I was like, okay, cool. I love mango. I started to open it. And from the first lick, my senses were overwhelmed and I immediately knew it was alcohol. And I looked at it. I was like, what the F? Like there's liquor in a freaking popsicle. And I immediately it repelled, you guys. I was like, Ugh. and it was, I mean, freaking alcohol in a popsicle is like, you know, less than a wine cooler, I'm sure. Like the content. I think it was like 1% when I looked at, like I finally zoned in on the package. And I was like, oh my God, my body has changed so much and my alignment that I'm repelled at even 1% alcohol. And immediately my brain felt it and the organization that was putting it together, which it kind of surprised me because they are faith-based and, you know, they, like, they explained to me that, oh, they had some that were not liquor, you know, that were just regular popsicles and some that were because, oh, some people drink, but, and I, you know, didn't judge them. I just love them and honor them all. And they were like, oh, what we got more because we thought more people wanted them. And I just kind of was like, hmm, interesting. And I said, yeah, I would, I didn't even comment to that, but I thought it was interesting that that was, you know, that person's thought process to cater or to please. And I said, you know, all I said was, you know, yeah, you know, sometimes things surprise you, or if you put the intention and the alignment between what you want to attract and demonstrate and be an example for, you eliminate that. I said, because look, now you have all these leftovers, like you guys, they had a full case like a full cooler of all these with alcohol that like hardly anyone was even touching. And then people kept coming because I observed it. 
asking for non-alcoholic. But that was obviously something they needed to see, but didn't realize like, oh, if we just do this up front, it's a non-issue, right? Because if it's not available for people, they're not going to ask for it, right? Versus they realize like, oh, more people actually wanted non-alcoholic, right? But it's fine. We all learn things at different levels. So anyway, I started to avidly analyze the connection between feeling, thinking, and actions. And I applied and apply the same things to my faith, business, purity, and deciding to travel full time. And I'm now in the process again, because it's, you know, there's levels sometimes to applying it with love, community, and financial freedom. The different areas of life have undoubtedly brought up new levels of awareness, lessons learned, and shifts in my thinking and behaviors. And also I'm different because of things I've experienced. A current example I'm living out is in financial freedom. I'm not yet financially free, as you've likely heard me share if you've tuned in for a while. And at the same time, you may have come across my prior lessons learned and results like the six pack of wealth on the blog and show how to make and manage money like a boss and seven steps to budget money like a boss. And you guys, this is why it's so important to share as you go what you've learned, because everyone is at different levels and is learning from you at different levels. In my blogs, my shows, and my courses, I share both my own transformations and practical tips, tools, and tech for you to transform. While I have undoubtedly transformed, again, there's new levels. So I'm currently increasing my focus on purpose, priorities, people, and profits with a focus on sharing and growing my practical new levels of wealth and what they look like, what communities I'm aligned to and how easy it gets to be. I see external evidence of this through increasing income this year, through way more opportunities, right? So I see that external evidence. At the same time, I'm increasing even more the internal work with prayer, meditation, feeling scriptures on wealth, books and journals by Amanda Francis and Joe Dispenza taking actions from elevated states, clearing things like this blog and the show and tracking evidence of progress and opportunities. So I see it with a dashboard and money manifestor logs I created. And those are also in my summit and retreats. These steps are training my brain to celebrate see progress and external evidence of being closer to the future and what I desire now. When we've walked in a certain way of thinking, feeling, and acting for years, it's not easy to change. Of course it's possible, but it requires us to transform our mind to combine the internal worthiness, ways of thinking and feeling with the external evidence of changes around us, rinse, repeat. To help remind me from the inside out, I carry reminders with me on my neck, an arm of Philippians 13 with a necklace of a dumbbell and a bracelet. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Whether you believe in God or not, it's so key to be aware of your internal state, your dialogue, and your emotions. I believe they all show us where we're walking in love, joy, and peace. Galatians 5.22 are the opposite. They are potential triggers to show us what's coming up for us to heal next when we are open and available. I will not tell you, again, the work is easy. I am and we are human. I feel more now than I used to 10 years ago. 
There are pain points we have that are connected to things we saw, we felt, and thought from years ago. I am still clearing experiences around things that were said, things that I walked through, things that I experienced uh, from childhood, from teenage years, and adulthood. What ways do you track external evidence to your life? How could you increase celebrating progress daily? How could you change your internal state step by step? Think about that. And you guys, as always, share on the you know blog or show, anytime you feel free to hit pause or if you want to revisit this, obviously do that. Number three, increasing intentions in the present. In 2013, I read a book called One Word. It radically changed my focus for each new year and day. For example, in 2018, my word was faith. It challenged my thinking on the opposite of faith to fear. In 2021, I felt our creator shifting me to a phrase. In 2021, my phrase was, I am anchored in love. This challenged me every day to focus on being anchored in love and continues to. Towards the end of last year, I realized my phrase for 2022, I am perfectly present. Guess what? That gives me a chance to be challenged to stay in the present. If you're following the same trend, then opportunities for healing from the past and any depression, as well as healing from incorrect thinking about the future and anxiety have come up. And, you know, and I've learned that sometimes I, you know, cry. Sometimes I take a half day or a day for self-care, whatever it is. And I honor myself mid-year through 2022. I've come to realize that being perfectly present comes with these opportunities to retrain my brain to be present. When I think of the past, it is to choose taking the nuggets of gold or wisdom to create new possibilities. When I envision the future, it's to do so with a focus of excitement, gratitude, and love. It's to have the opportunity to heal from anxiety and lies like it's too late, it won't happen, or it hasn't happened yet, so it can't. I heard Amanda Francis say, I'm not available for that, you know, and it hit home and fill in the blank with whatever negativity or negative state that you're not available for. So whenever I catch myself and start to go left on something from the past, present, or future, I start to catch myself and say, okay, wait a minute, Katrina, that's not an alignment. You're not available for that. Or what am I healing from here? And let me hold myself so that I'm not available for this again. Make sense? So it's increasing my sense of being fully present in the moment now, whether it's sharing on the show, writing a blog, connecting with a family member, a friend, a client, being in a gym class, receiving wealth, and or on a new adventure. What experiences help you stay present? How could you increase being present consistently? Now, the last lesson, which is definitely not least, and you can see how these four lessons are building on the previous seven focusing on the future. So now that I'm in a state of presence and correct thinking and feeling along the way, I'm learning to be grateful for everything in my life now while co-creating the future I desire. It's being content, grateful, and seeing the future as I am led to co-create it. Casting a vision that I've come to realize through a lot of learning does not mean idolizing worshiping that future or being afraid it won't happen. It's being both fully present while acknowledging you are co-creating. 
in my own experience, I've come to create and receive it as it's already mine because I've received the desire from our creator. It's feeling and receiving it repeatedly now because I'm worthy while taking the aligned action to have it manifest and come into physical reality. It's rebuking, renouncing, repelling fear, doubt, worry, lack, and or impatience and or healing it. That is not the spirit I believe our creator desires us to create from. I remind myself daily and often moment by moment to stay in the fruits of the spirit of Galatians 5.22. It's these are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I believe ultimately we may all agree creating with that focus both feels and looks a lot better than anything that is the opposite of that. I take these internal intentions and line them up to prayer, journaling, stickies on my wall at my desk with goals, a dashboard tracking progress, and three minimum aligned actions daily from this space. Do you know what you want? What type of future do you want to create? Which actions will you take next to hashtag create it? So with that, returning to Atlanta in 2022 in May, came up and lined up like I shared with coming, you know, setting everything up while I was in Portugal, being back in Buckhead, you know, shifting thinking of, oh, it's going to be the same like it was before during the pandemic or creating, you know, adventures like a dance class yesterday, being gentle with myself as I rebuild stability in every area of my life, you know, whether it's spiritual, physical, financial, et cetera. And, you know, all of that and creating a new experience being back in Atlanta. So as I shared, you know, the year of full-time travel, where I went, what I learned and returning to Atlanta, what comes up for you? You know, what inspires you, whether it's a destination you want to travel to, whether you want to take some time to travel, whether it's, you know, any of the previous seven lessons learned or the current four lessons learned that I just shared that were an extension of what happened after or during, you know, the last couple years. So share, tag me on social, what came up for you with this episode, leave a review so I can shot you out and definitely drop your handles. And as always, friends, remember, create, transform, and inspire. You are born to. Faith, wellness, money, marketing, business, and travel so you create a life and business already. Head on over to the blog, the podcast, and the freebies to jumpstart your transformation. If you're ready to dive into the online courses, the live events, or the retreat, and if you want to create with our community on an even deeper level, definitely check out our internships, our influencer collaborations, management, and brand engagement. Let's create it.